everyone, and welcome to the Rise with the Light podcast. My name is Susan Fink, and this is my weekly podcast dedicated to supporting families raising children with special needs. I'm on a mission to provide hope and positivity through sharing my personal insights, stories, mindset perspectives, and ways to navigate through this journey. Let's get started. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I wanted to quickly mention, please make sure that you follow this podcast so that you don't miss another episode. And if these episodes are helping you, please leave a star rating, a comment, or share this podcast so that it can help other people. I'm going to jump right into this episode because we have a lot to cover. And this episode is all about feeling like you've lost your identity. Do you feel like you've lost your identity being a mother or a father of a child with special needs or just in general? You've just been running around. You have so much you have to get done and you just feel like you don't even know yourself anymore. You don't even know the things that you really enjoy doing anymore. This totally happened to me. Being a single parent from the beginning when I was pregnant, if you have been following me, you know that I was eight months pregnant when I finalized my divorce. So I have been single from the way, way beginning. And I pretty much lost my identity at that point. I was pregnant, I was working full-time, and I had to rest a lot because I had a high-risk pregnancy. So I was just doing that, working, resting, and trying to make sure I was being healthy and protecting my unborn child. So I didn't do a lot of things that I love to do. It was such a focus point in my time, in my life. And I also had to recover and grieve from the divorce that I was going through at the time and all the emotions that I was dealing with. And then when my son was born, it was like the same thing. It was even worse because I was even busier than I was when I was pregnant. So obviously with a newborn, I'm running around, taking him to daycare, going to work, coming home, picking him up from daycare, taking care of him, feeding him, nursing him, putting him to sleep. And he wasn't sleeping very well. So I didn't sleep very well. So I was completely sleep deprived. I was working a full-time job. I was just so overwhelmed. I did not have time for myself. But the thing of it is, is I didn't really make time for myself. Even 15, 20, 30 minutes, I didn't actually make that time. But I was completely exhausted. So if you feel like you've lost your identity, this episode is for you. I also continue to feel like this when my son was diagnosed with autism when he was three. Things then completely speeded up even more with all of the appointments, the evaluations, the figuring out the schedules, all of the different things I needed to navigate through. You know, my life surrounded him and the things that he needed. And I was also working full-time at an executive level position. So it was just so overwhelming. I did not feel like I could really prioritize myself. I didn't feel like I could prioritize the passions and the interests that I had in my life. And it was just all consumed by all of the things I needed to get done for my son and making sure he had what he needed. And that is the absolute best decisions that I made, but it also led to me not as healthy as I could be. And as a single parent, you don't really have someone to fall back on. You don't have like, hey, you know, can I go to the gym or, you know, I'm going to go do this for an hour and I'm going to go volunteer for an hour. Or I'm going to do whatever I want to do. It That didn't exist for me. I also don't have family close by, so I didn't have a good support system. So I completely lost my identity. I identified as a single mother, 
a worker who worked full time in my career and a caregiver making sure that I was giving my son all of the things that he needed and supporting him in his journey with autism and making sure that he was supported. So then what happened to me? I felt like I just lost myself. I didn't really know who I was anymore. I mean, ideally, I knew who I was, right? I knew my characteristics. I knew my values and the core morals that I have, but I just lost the passions in my life. I wasn't doing anything that was fulfilling for me personally. Of course, taking care of my son and being with him and all those things is so fulfilling. There's so much joy and love that comes with that. But I had to also realize I'm also a woman. I'm also a person, a human. I have my own interests too. And that was a big piece of my life that was completely missing. And rightfully so, being a single parent with a child with autism and special needs and working full-time you're stretched so thin and your mind is all over the place. And that's also one of the reasons why I talk about mindfulness and mindset, because you do have to shift a lot of your mind throughout this journey. But at the same time, I wanted to recover who I was. I wanted to recover my identity. So is this resonating with you? Do you feel like this right now? Do you feel like you've just lost a piece of yourself? Maybe you're not losing your whole identity. Maybe that's just a little overboard. But I'm identifying identity as a piece of yourself that's missing that needs to be fulfilled. So if that's how you're feeling, let's get into some of the steps that you can do to recover your identity or to even create and shape a new identity. How do you even begin this? This can be really challenging. And I had to do this exact process. I had to figure out what are the things that are going to bring me joy? How can I actually fit that into my schedule? How do I reprioritize? How do I give myself permission? How do I let go? There's so much involved in this. And it sounds like, oh, just pick up a hobby and go do it. Or, oh, you used to love doing this, like go do it now. When you have a complex schedule, when you have a lot of different balls in the air and you're trying to juggle everything and hold it together, and when you have so much responsibility of making sure your child has everything they need, you're the only parent. In my case, I'm the only parent. You you may have a spouse, you may have significant other, whatever that looks like for you, family close by that you can lean on. But for me, I feel like I have a lot of responsibility and I do. I'm on a single income. I'm a single parent. I have a child on the spectrum. I need to make sure I am being responsible with all of my decisions and my time. So there's a lot to navigate here. So let's jump into what can you do to get back your identity or to recreate it or shape it again? So the first thing is give yourself permission to figure it out. Give yourself that time. This may not come so quickly. You have to figure out all these different things and how you're going to get back into kind of your groove, right? Back into who you are and to find those missing pieces. So give yourself permission to figure it out. And sometimes that also means that you need to deal with the emotions in between. Maybe you still need to grieve. Maybe you still need to deal with the sadness or anxiety or stress or feeling helpless or all of these things that we go through as parents and as people. Maybe you still need to push through some of these challenges. Maybe you still need to get services get set up. Maybe you still need to figure out a schedule. There are some things that could be in the way. So you need to push through those things, figure out tools in which you can do that so that you can navigate through determining what are the other things that you can build into your life that are the missing pieces. So give yourself that permission. Give yourself time. 
I know a lot of us want things right now. That's kind of the on demand, right? Everything is on demand. You can purchase something online, you get it the next day or within two hours or whatever, delivered straight to your door. You can stream anything you want and get it on demand right then, right now. You don't have to wait. But with something like this, you may need to give yourself additional time. You may not be able to have it right away. So don't let that add stress to your life or anxiety. Be gentle to yourself, be patient, and give yourself permission to figure it out. There are steps that need to be taken, and you need to give yourself that permission to do that. So think about the things that you really love. What has shaped you in the past? What are the things that you enjoy? What do you love doing? What are your hobbies? Do you have hobbies? Do you have interests? For me, I enjoy exercising, running. I was a big runner in my 20s, in my 30s. I used to run races. I just love running. I play volleyball. I've played volleyball since I was 14. Those are things that are so exciting for me. And I know that exercise and being active is very healthy for me too. I also love being active in the community, volunteering my time, helping other people, helping the homeless, helping other women in women's shelters. I used to paint homes in Compton. And I used to paint buildings in Compton, trying to help the beautification of Compton Project. I I absolutely loved doing those things. I also love hiking and I love sleeping. (laughs) You know, there's things like some of the simplest things I love because I don't get them as much anymore. So what are those things that you enjoy doing? What did you used to do before that you just love and that you're passionate about? Write it down. Figure out what those things are. Maybe you've forgotten You know, when I was going through this process, I totally forgot about volunteering. I volunteered for a majority of my life. My parents really showed me that when I was younger, when I was a teenager. They introduced volunteering, giving back to the community to me at a very young age. And when I was going through this process of identifying, oh, what are the things that I really love to do? I almost forgot about volunteering. It had been so long since I was able to do that or since I was able to prioritize that. I forgot. And the joy of being able to give back to other people and to be out in the community meeting other people. And, you know, that was something that brought me so much joy and was so fulfilling because I was helping other people. I forgot that there are volunteering opportunities. So you may have to just sit and think about those things that you used to do and just carve out a little bit of time to be able to think about it and then write it down so you don't forget like I have to do. Part of this process too is finding other people, finding your people. There are so many groups out there now on Facebook, on Meetup, you can really find anyone in your area with the same passions as you. So once you've identified some of these passions, some of these interests that you have, get connected. Interacting with others who share your passions will bring so much joy to your life and focus your attention on so much more positivity. Now, this might be difficult for some people because meeting new people might be just uncomfortable. Being vulnerable and reaching out and showing up is not always easy. This is the same for me. I'm an extrovert normally, but as I've gotten older, I've become so much more of an introvert. And being single and alone, I'm just kind of like used to being on my own and by myself and not really talking to a lot of people and not really interacting with a ton of people. So jumping out of my comfort zone was really difficult. So my advice to you on that is just start taking baby steps. You don't have to do everything at one time. Take it one thing at a time. So maybe you just join a group on Facebook, right? Join a group, start interacting online with people. Then maybe the next step is, hey, let's set up a time to meet up to do whatever project or to do whatever activity. And maybe you go and meet a group of people. And then the next step is join more groups or continue to meet with those people. Make it a a thing that you can do regularly. So take it one thing at a time. Something that I've heard before is that you can have it all. You can have it all. 
but maybe not all right now, maybe not all at the same time. So if you think about that, you can take things one thing at a time. You don't have to have it all right now. You don't have to figure it out all right now. You don't have to join a group and go out and hang out and do all these things. You don't have to do all of that right now. You can just take it in baby steps. So this is your chance to take back what you feel, what you've lost, to shape that into your life and potentially in a different way. And you may have to embrace change, right? This is change. Change is not easy for everyone. So while we want to do things that maybe we have done in the past and that are comfortable and exciting and and give us passion and joy and a fulfilling life and filling in those pieces that may be missing in our identity right now, change may not be easy. So just be open, be okay with it. Find a good balance with yourself. Do what is comfortable for yourself, but also uncomfortable. Push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit, just a little bit at a time if you're not ready to jump full in. Trying to resurrect previous passions and hobbies, or create goals for the future takes work. So get a pen and paper and start writing it down. Get it all out of your head and see what it looks like. Make a plan. Do you have a plan of how you're going to incorporate these projects or passions or hobbies or interests or things that you enjoy doing? Do you have a plan on how you can incorporate that into your life? I needed to have a plan because my schedule is very tight. I only have certain days of the week that I have any sort of free time. I only have certain times of the day when I have any free time and I have to figure out what are the priorities that I have to do to get done and what are the actual times that I have to be able to do something that is fulfilling for me. So a lot of people have these thoughts in their head, right? They think about it. They're like, oh, I would love to do this or I would love to do that or I used to love playing this sport or I used to love going hiking or I used to love doing meditation or taking yoga classes or just going and talking to people in the community. I used to love going to church. I used to love attending groups. I used to love doing all these things, right? They they have all of this in their head. That's great. You Now you identified all these things that you want to do and that you love. That is fulfilling for you. That's awesome. But a lot of people actually don't incorporate it all into their lives. They don't set up a plan. They don't figure out the how. They know the what. They know the what are the things that you like to do. They know why they may love to do those things, but they don't know the how. How can you achieve these things in your life? How can you start incorporating that into your life so you can feel like your identity is whole, so that you can feel like you're living out some of your passions and that you're you're showing that you are giving yourself priority as well? So like I said, a lot of people have these thoughts, but they actually don't put a plan together. So even if you put a bulleted list together and how you can incorporate these things back into your life, how can you build back your true full identity? What does that look like? So take this step, get more clarity. The more clarity you have, the better you'll be able to reach your goals. The more clarity you'll have, the better you're able to implement that plan. Prioritization is also a key thing here. Now, for me as a single mom, I do have some free time. My son does spend some time with his dad. So I do have free time. In the beginning, what I was doing with my free time was running my errands, going to the grocery store, going to Target, you know, washing the car, going, you know, just running errands, cleaning the house. I did not prioritize my hobbies, my passions, my interests. I did not prioritize those things. So when it was a weekend, when I had a free weekend, I was like, okay, all the errands I need to go do, go do them first. So over time, I had to make a shift. I had to change my priority. I had to reprioritize my schedule. So you may have to do that same thing. You may have to look at your schedule. And that's why I said, write it down. What does your schedule look like? 
Where can you fit in your passions, your hobbies, your interests, the things that make you whole, the things that give you fulfilling joy? Where can you fit it in? Or what can you move around that you can make room for these things? So here's the thing. Identity doesn't have to be set in stone, okay? People grow, people change, people have new ideas, they have new hobbies, new interests. Allow yourself to go through that process. Allow yourself to figure out, think about what are the things that you love? What are the hobbies, the interests, the things that bring you joy? What are the things that are missing in your life? How do you identify yourself? Like I said, I identified myself as a single mom and a worker. I worked full time. That was it. I am so much more than that. And I wasn't giving that part of myself any attention. I did not feel whole. And sometimes when you don't feel whole and you're giving everything to everyone else, resentments can kick in. You might start feeling resentful. And that's a whole other episode. (laughs) So we're not going to get into resentments right now. But do you get what I'm saying? You're not giving yourself priority or focus at all. And that was me. I'm speaking about my personal experience and maybe this resonates with you, but that was totally me and I had to make changes. So this could be a new opportunity for you to find a new version of yourself or to bring back a previous version of yourself, even if it's just in pieces. Incorporate that into your life. Feel whole again. Feel like your identity is back. And I'm telling you, taking these steps, doing these things, it took time for me. I couldn't have everything at the same time because I have other responsibilities, but I took it one day at a time. I took it in baby steps. I knew I couldn't do it all at once. And that was frustrating, but I had to accept it. And now looking back, I feel like I am so much more whole as a person and my soul is so much more fulfilled. I still make sure that my son has everything that he needs. He is a huge, huge priority in my life. I'm still figuring out my work and what I can do there but I don't give it everything. I don't give those two things everything of me. I still have a part of me that I am fulfilling passions. I'm fulfilling the joy in my life. I'm doing some things that I love that bring me joy and make me whole again. And my identity feels more whole. So I hope this resonates with you. If you're sitting there listening to this and you're like, I need to do these things, go do them. Don't wait. Take 10, 15 minutes Write down some things that you enjoy doing. This process doesn't necessarily take hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to figure out. You can figure things out little by little. So just take a few minutes today just to sit and write down what are some things that you used to love doing? What are things that you would like to try and do? That could be really exciting and bring fulfillment into your life. And that's for you and nobody else. So that's it for this episode. I really hope that this has helped you. If you relate to this, please make sure that you follow this podcast, tell other people about it, share this podcast to people that you think may need to hear it. And if they need help, if you need help, I'm also a mindset and life coach. DM me at susanfink.rise, or you can also check out my website, risemindset.com to connect. As a mindset and life coach, I help people navigate through things like this. I help them push through a lot of barriers in their lives to figure out how can they create goals and achieve goals? How can they work through the emotions that they have? How can they live a more fulfilling, freeing life, free of anxiety, fear, limiting beliefs, self-doubt, negative thinking, all of these things. I'm here to help you. I love working with people because when I see progress in them, that brings me so much joy. So I want you to remember, you are not alone in this journey. Stay connected, reach out. There are solutions out there to help you. 
So as you know, my mission is to help as many people as I can, and I cannot do that without you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support and sharing this podcast to help others. And until next time, I appreciate, I empathize, and I am here for you. And we can do this. Thank you.